Next week on Wall Street, H&M and Dick's Sporting Goods report earnings. Plus, the South by Southwest Conference officially has kicked off in Austin, Texas, bringing together leaders in film, music, and tech. Job growth continued in February. The U.S. economy added 313,000 jobs. That is a lot more than economists had expected. The unemployment rate is still 4.1%, the lowest level in about 17 years. Warby Parker sees a need for cash. Cheddar first reporting that the company filed for a new round of funding for the first time since 2015. According to documents filed by Warby Parker's president, the eyewear company is seeking $75 million and was last valued at $1.2 billion. You get a blue check and you get a blue check. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey announcing on Periscope that the social network wants to let all users become verified. He said he doesn't want Twitter getting in the way of users confirming facts about themselves. Twitter introduced the blue check mark as a way to indicate high profile figures like celebrities and then back in 2016 let anyone apply for it. Details on how the new verification process will work is still unclear. Is this the end of Toys R Us? The struggling retailer has reportedly been unable to find a buyer or restructure its debt, which could mean it's forced to liquidate its entire U.S. operation. The company filed for bankruptcy for the second time in September and also saw a weak holiday shopping season. And President Obama may have just landed a new job. He is reportedly in talks with Netflix to produce a series of high-profile shows with his wife and former First Lady Michelle. The number of episodes and exact format still haven't been decided, but the Obamas will not be using the platform to discuss President Trump. And International Women's Day was Thursday. One of the women who co-founded the Time's Up movement, Robbie Kaplan, Stop by Vanity Fair's Hive on Cheddar. Time's Up offers legal representation to women who have experienced sexual harassment. Kaplan explains about why she and Tina Chen helped start the movement. I think there were really two motivations for the fund. Um, the first one has to do with the impression I think that both Tina and I had, which is certainly true, that given a number of changes in the law over the past, call it 10 to 20 years, one, the Supreme Court's decision in the Walmart case, which really limited class actions in this area, to the use of arbitration clauses, which don't allow uh, employees to go to court, um, and three, frankly, the substantive standard for a hostile work environment, which, which basically requires the employee to show that there was severe, pervasive, repeated conduct, and that's often a high standard to meet, that um, not enough cases were being brought, and that women uh, who were not in high-paying jobs or who did not have what I would call embarrassment cases, did not have cases that would embarrass very wealthy individuals, were not able to find lawyers to bring their cases. Mm -hmm. So the, the real goal of the fund was to create, really recreate a market incentive mm -hmm. so that lawyers would want to bring those cases.